Tim Ryan announced this afternoon that he is dropping out of the presidential race, an announcement that sent shockwaves through the rest of the elevator. <laughs> yeah, reaction of everybody across yeah. the country. Who's Tim Ryan again? He was running. Um, and uh, <laughs> Marshall's got a, a, a fair amount of Biden news uh, coming up in a half an hour. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, ooh, I better wait in my car and miss that morning meeting <laughs> for that Biden news. But uh, Biden's on 60 Minutes Sunday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Something yeah. else. Uh, Maybe yeah. all the editing and makeup and, and uh, softball questions. Well, I don't know. We'll see if they're softball. We'll make him look like a competent candidate. We'll see. But I was reading from the Morning Dispatch this morning, which is the new uh, journalism vehicle from uh, Jonah Goldberg and Steve Hayes. But anyway, the current adding by most people of Elizabeth Warren's various plans, free college, bailout of uh, this and that, health care for everybody and on the planet who wants to come into our country, all these various plans she's got. The, the budget for that would be twice what our current budget is. Mm. We currently spend more money than we take in to the point that we're $22 trillion in debt, and right. we would spend have to spend twice as much as we do now to do the things Elizabeth Warren's talking about, mm-hmm. which is, uh, well, that's why a lot of the power brokers in the Democratic Party think there ain't no way she gets elected. And that's why this is such an interesting race. Wow. Because she's currently at the top of the charts. You know, if I wanted to get really meta with you, I mean, really like doing bong hits. And speaking of bongs, uh, a Katie Hill update, bongs, Nazi tattoos, naked hair brushings, etc. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. Naked hair brushings. But if I wanted to get all meta on you, it's funny that a politician might be doomed by the fact that she's promising to do things that are undoable when that's what politicians do all the time. So she's just gone too far down the I'm some sort of combination between Superman and Santa Claus. Or has she? Does she reading the moment right and understanding that it just it doesn't matter anymore? People are so wildly untethered to reality. You might as well offer them free health care for everybody on earth. It's now just stating I'm the farthest, I'm the most what you want you've ever heard of. <laughs> well said. Can I get that on a t shirt? So, a couple of headlines, uh, political stuff in Washington, D.C. for you. Democrats are now saying we don't need to hear from the whistleblower. Uh, we got other witnesses. Uh, I thought that was the critical thing a couple of weeks ago. So, anyway, that grandstanding continues. You've got the Justice Department investigation into the origin of the Russia probe is now a criminal probe, which grants the investigator, U.S. Attorney John Durham out of Connecticut, uh, various powers, including subpoena powers, to compel people to come in and say what they know. There are more Strzok and Page texts that are coming out now. How can that be? I don't know. I don't get that. Where were they? Who heard them? Uh, right. Here are a couple of key ones. Strzok texted his lover, Lisa Page. This is Now, this is December of 2016. This is after the election. Think our sisters have begun leaking like mad. Scorned and worried and political. They're kicking into overdrive. Now, who's he talking about? I think it's that CIA crowd. Who's... Well, I think you're right. But then Strzok also wrote... Um, I'm beginning to think the agency got info a lot earlier than we thought and hasn't shared it completely with us. Might explain all these weird, seemingly incorrect leads all the media folks have. 
would also highlight agency as source of some of the leaks. And then in June of 2017, he he texted, um, think there will be a crescendo of leaks slash articles leading up to Thursday. Uh, and then uh, blah, blah, blah. another text showed him trying to set up a Skype meeting with a reporter. Text from reporter retrieving my password for Skype, he wrote to his lover. So it appears they are theorizing. I love you, Peter. I love you too. Do we have that Trump clip? That's the Trump. I think these people might be in the news again. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, you're we right. probably ought to have that yeah. ready. Yeah, good um, point. But so the long and short to summarize it is that he is talking about, hey, it really looks like the CIA is leaking like crazy. So, yes, criminal probe, uh, Mr. Clapper. Mm, criminal probe, Mr. Comey. Criminal probe, Mr. Who's the, uh, Brennan. Yeah, we shall see. As I've said many times and will continue to say, if you're a lefty and condone the idea of the abuse of the intelligence services for political means, even if you hate Trump, I mean, you're just you're a bad person. We can't have that in a free society. Meanwhile, in naked sitting on hotel furniture news, you know, this would be a good chance to use our new transition music. Hmm. Uh, Michael, do you have that handy? I mean, I think people can handle a, a transition of this sort, but it's an excuse to use it. I don't have the newest one. You don't have the newest one? See if you can grab that later. So Katie Hill, she's that Southern California Congress gal who was in the news the other day under investigation for various things. She was allegedly having an affair with a male staffer. A thruple. It's different than an affair. Sorry, a thruple. That's right. you you got to use that term. You're using old white man terminology that says that a couple is the way people are supposed to get together. Right. Who am I to judge? That is a construct of old white men. Right. Thruples are the new thing. And I almost need a chart to remind me of all the stuff going on here. So she's in the midst of an unhappy divorce, and I'm sorry for those two kids. I, I thought they would last. But So she's accused of having an affair. Uh, hmm. No, the, an affair mm. with a male staffer. True. Being in a thruple with a gal who was a staffer who she paid many thousands of dollars of consulting fees to. Ooh. That's how it works in Congress. Yeah. And she's that's the uh, naked hairbrushing one. The Congress gal's <laughs> naked, if you've seen the picture. The girl in clothes is the thruple girl who the husband was down with being in the relationship. Have you seen the picture now, that they the pictures that are out without her face covered up? Um. Uh, yes, I think yeah. I have. Yeah. I was looking at a bunch of stuff to do so with that this way last I, night, so that I could keep everybody straight with the faces uncovered. Exactly. That was all a preliminary to the new revelations. Shocking photos are revealed, showing Katie Hill naked again. Somebody bought this gal some clothes, huh? Uh smoking a bong with a Nazi tattoo. A not, well, well, it's that's being unfair. described as a Nazi-era tattoo. That's unfair. It's completely unfair. While kissing her female staffer and posing nude on wife-sharing sites. She's got a tattoo of one of those crosses that is popular flipping everywhere. My the kids, Iron Cross, my kids, Jack, my, a symbol of the Luftwaffe. Or it's on my kid's skateboarding gear. I mean, it's everywhere. It's just, I don't know what it's it is. It's everywhere it's just, where Nazis are. <laughs> It's just some sort of semi-innocuous, I'm kind of dangerous thing 
that kids and girls like her like. Right. Uh, but uh, people are claiming it's a Nazi it's tattoo. It's a Nazi-era tattoo. <laughs> Nazi so there she is with her alleged Nazi tattoo, buck-naked, pulling bong hits. There she is mashing with the thruple girl and uh, and combing her hair naked. She's an attractive gal at uh, that age. I might, f- yeah. I might funnel her some of my campaign money if we got close. I'd brush her hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and listen, what what couple isn't brought closer by naked hair brushing? Uh, I like it the makes way, a difference. I like the way that now her face is uncovered in the picture. That we've got these all at our website, but her face was covered up before. Because I, I think it's hilarious that we still go through this in the media in a day. Whatever you redacted or covered up or whatever will be out. So right. why are we going through this? Right. But anyway, now that the pictures are out, she's looking at whoever's taking the picture like, why are you taking a picture of this? I have a naked woman sitting behind me combing my hair. This is a lovely why? memory and should be preserved. Where is this picture going? And I love this, the Daily Mail, which is, uh, well, sometimes it says, sometimes it writes stuff that's true, is showing you a an example of the Iron Cross the, the tattooed on Ms. Hills, Congresswoman Hills, uh, public area similar oh. to the symbols formerly used uh, by white supremacists in world war ii mm. except the one they use as an example also has a swastika in the middle of it so they're trying too hard on that angle but, oh yeah uh, clearly clearly although she's she's a democrat if she were a republican then the whole nazi symbol thing would be a much bigger story oh probably. yeah the, the new york times would be taking it perfectly seriously um, let's see, there they are kind of cuddling in the kitchen. Oh, that's nice. That should be uh, its own study is the semi-dangerous, nobody's ever going to see it but like one person in your life tattoo. That's an interesting thing from a psychological standpoint. Yes. Um, yeah. You do it because it makes you feel edgy or whatever. You're not displaying it to anybody. Right. All right. Well, I want people who uh, get close close to my genitals to see that I am a fan of the Iron Cross or something. Right. Exactly. I'm just uh, excuse me, a tattoo artist. I'm looking for something will uh, that will express a toughness to those who are close to my genitals. Of course, I said only one person's ever going to see it. In her life, lots of people are going to see it. Oh, yeah, sometimes simultaneously. Because she was having lots of affairs. Oh, and my my favorite part of this um, is not terribly long ago, there was this utterly transparent farce going on in Cal Unicornia where you had to get a uh, a medical prescription for marijuana, medical marijuana. Uh, but you could go, depending on which uh, city or town or county you're in, you could go and claim elbow pain or eyelash dryness or you could go to constipation. A, you could go to a website and fill out a template, and they'd print you one out. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and so um, uh, Congresswoman Hill is trying to make it clear that she had a medical prescription for the marijuana that she is hitting from her bong with her, <laughs> probably not, Nazi tattoo, mm. bare-ass naked. Both the marijuana and the tattoo are just stupid conversations, but... Nazi um, <laughs> if she was a Republican, she'd be in big trouble for that. Yeah, you know he's kind of a dopey looking dude. How do you how do you end up with this exciting sexual lifestyle going on? Well, and I tell you what, some of this, <laughs> some of this, like the text messages of them breaking up and and stuff, I'm not even reading it because I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's there's, there's no point to it. I guess no, it's um, just gossip. Yeah, it's it's just purely gossip. Um. Some of the stuff is, I mean, I need me and Katie to be a secret for medical school. Um, I just want him and I to be a secret because it's casual sex. It's no one's business, honestly. I don't know. 
still a mess, blah, 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 you know, breakup text. I don't, uh, there's no relevance to that, but. Yeah, these pictures are absolutely nuts. And oh, they're at our website. Her, her bare bottom shot and a wife swapping site. I like how they've uh, blacked out her gluteal cleft in this uh, Thank in God this you didn't see it. Yeah. Your day would have been ruined. Ah, Heine! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. That's a complicated life, man. I'm grateful Opinions for Opinions are like gluteal clefts. Everyone's got one. Right. I'm not that shocked. Um. <laughs> anyway, we've got all the stuff at the website, armstrongandgetty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We've got to get into the controversy of the Bed Bath and Beyond jack-o'-lanterns at some points because that is shocking America's conscience. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, we're going to do in just a few minutes. Okay. Um. Uh. So I was talking a little bit about uh, Elizabeth Warren's uh, spending plan. So. The the reason a lot of your smart pundits, even those the the people on the left, think Elizabeth Warren is unelectable, is because she's she's promising so much that America will say, "Well, well, that's all ridiculous." I, I hope that's true, right? But uh, everything that she adds up, uh, all the different stuff: student loan forgiveness, free college, Medicare for all, Social Security expansion, federal child care, Green New Deal, all that stuff comes to about four point two trillion dollars per year which per would rub- year <laughs> which would double the current levels of federal spending which as you know is significantly more than we can afford already right so if you were going to come even close to paying for it which is a quaint notion you would have to have people's taxes double and uh, a little more even Joe Biden, well, Mayor Pete's been beating her up on that, as we all know. Um, he talks about the dangers of unchecked deficit spending regularly on the campaign trail. I'm glad somebody is. <sighs> Pete! Uh, Joe Biden said the other day, well, this is what he also said in the debate, some of it on the single most important thing facing the American public. I think it's awfully important to be straightforward with them. Medicare for all is going to cost at least $30 trillion over 10 years. That's more on a yearly basis the entire federal budget. If you eliminated the entire Pentagon, every single thing, planes, ships, troops, the buildings, Everything, satellites, it would pay for a total of four months of her plan. Wow. <laughs> which is just amazing. Wow. But, as it says in the, the Morning Dispatch, which I thought was interesting, if, <clears throat> if you think this is framing the crazy spenders versus the moderates in the party, that's not exactly it. It's misleading. The harsh reality is that the entire field, from Biden to Bernie, have proposed budgets that far outpace Democratic spending of just a couple of, or just a decade ago. The differences between the moderates of the far left and, uh, and the, like the Biden Buttigieg crowd is the difference between irresponsible and delusional, said the Manhattan Institute's Brian Rydell told the dispatch. According to Rydell, Biden's plan would add $4 trillion in new spending over 10 years, less than Sanders or Warren, but way more than Obama was comfortable promising during the 2008 campaign. Mm. So even the moderate in the crowd that's saying, whoa, 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 we're being crazy here, is proposing something that is a ton more money than Barack Obama was promising when he was out on the trail. Right. That's how we've moved the goalposts. Right. That's the Overton window expanding. Yeah. And that's why Liz Warren is a brave explorer into how ridiculous a set of promises can you make that voters think, wow, that'd be great. 
and and vote for. God, How it, insane can you make it? What was a hilarious term I heard from her yesterday. Oh, pregohontus kind of combines two things. Her oh. her fake story about she ha- she lost her job as a teacher because she was pregnant, even though right. that's been disproven. Yeah. And then the, her fake Indian thing, pregohontus. I don't I know. Like it. it might be too much, but it's it's. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> But I, I think that's really interesting. So even the Biden, whoa, 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 let's be a realistic crowd, is something Barack Obama would have said, what are you, crazy? Right. Just 10 years ago. Right. That's how far we've moved on the, the spending and what you're willing, you, you can promise people and people will cheer. I guess you keep pushing until you, you find a wall. And again, she is. She was like, you know, the, the brave uh, solo astronaut who goes off to Mars never to return. She's exploring the far reaches of the solar system of pandering to see how far you can go. Yeah, and it might work. Oh, Lord. It's working right now. Um, what do you got coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got more problems for Joe Biden. China's claiming Vice President Pence is a liar and uh, shopping carts that may transform the entire shopping experience. <laughs> I think you may have oversold that. I don't have any idea what the story is. The shopping experience. (laughs) I find it hard to believe that the story is going to live up to that headline and the the enthusiasm in your voice. You mean going to the store and buying (laughs) stuff? (laughs) And pushing it out in a cart to my car? It's just, I can't imagine. Armstrong and Getty. We're going to talk to Lon He Chen next hour about politics. That'll be kind of fun in a week in which uh, Hillary running uh, was burbling up as a story. Whether or not that's real or not, that's I don't know. Fine burbling there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Now we got more problems for Joe Biden. The Washington Examiner reporting on two occasions while he was a senator, Biden tried to intervene to boost his son Hunter's lobbying business. According to government records reviewed by the examiner, he contacted the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice to discuss issues his son, Hunter's firm, was being paid to lobby on. Biden campaign did not respond to a request for comment, but the report says in 2007, Biden contacted the DHS to talk to them about expenditures for security credentialing and training for employees which Hunter's lobbying firm was trying to get expanded for one of its clients. The other contact was a letter Biden sent to the U.S. Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez at the time about expanding the federal fingerprint background check system. One of Hunter's lobbying clients at the time was also trying to get the federal government to expand expenditures for this screening system. Such as the swamp. I mean... Two thoughts I have on that is, of course he did. That's the way the whole dang thing works. Hunter, you're a loser. Doesn't mean it's cool or I like it, but that's just, I've known it's been that way for a long time. The other part being, if this is at all a big story, even for just today, it's more reason for the, the string pullers and power brokers of the Democratic Party to think, he's wounded, Elizabeth is unelected, holy crap. I would agree completely. What do we do? In his 60 Minutes interview that's going to be on Sunday, Biden uh, talked with Nora O'Donnell about his son's business dealings in Ukraine. Biden insisting Hunter did nothing wrong, and he unleashed his sharpest criticism yet of President Trump's family, saying members don't have the experience to do what they're doing. The idea that you're going to have go to the extent that he is gone, 
to have our, you know, uh, his, his children, his son-in-law, etc., engaged in the day-to-day -day operation of things they know nothing about. Just think you don't think Jared Kushner should be negotiating a Middle East peace solution? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. What, what credential does he bring to that? You know, that's fair enough. That's absolutely a political argument. You should not reelect this guy. Look who his advisors are. It's a different question than if you were benefiting, uh, you know, your kid through your official office. But in a, you know, it's not that different. So I think decide I, I, who to vote I, for. I think he could come up with better examples than that. Jared yeah. Kushner is he is a, a devout Jew and has spent his life thinking about this problem. I know more about the problems between the Palestinians and the Israelis than Hunter Biden knew about Ukrainian oil. I mean, that's, it's a different, it's apples and oranges sort of thing. Any normal human could get up to speed quite a bit on the Israeli crisis, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And get involved in negotiating that? Yeah, it's not like being a brilliant concert pianist, you have to dedicate 40 years to it. I mean, you can get up to speed. But there are plenty of, but, but you know, I, I mean, maybe Ivanka or somebody might have been a better argument. But anyway, I see his point. A senior Chinese official is now calling Vice President Mike Pence a liar <laughs> for claiming that the country is muzzling American businesses and violating the rights of Hong Kong protesters. Yes, you are. Pence criticized China for coercing corporate America, pointing uh, specifically to the NBA. Inciting with the Chinese Communist Party and silencing free speech. The NBA is acting like a wholly owned subsidiary of the, that authoritarian regime. China's foreign ministry spokeswoman saying the vice president's remarks were full of arrogance, prejudice, critical biases, and lies. When did he say that? Did he say that yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. 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 Would have been a better thing to say two weeks ago, wouldn't it? It seems like the NBA has kind of turned the corner on that. Yeah. Um, Charles Barkley has uh, said... Uh, vice president press needs to shut the hell up. That's what Charles Barkley said. Yeah, um, but, fair uh, comment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want this to go the direction of the NFL where it becomes super political in the NBA. Presidential candidate Mayor Pete says it's time to legalize marijuana across the country. The South Bend, Indiana mayor toured a legal marijuana dispensary in Nevada and said it reminded him of an Apple store. Ha! Huh. Okay, well, that settles it then. So there you go. Yeah, and just remember, my friends, and this is one of our great... Libertarian objections to the over-legalization of America with so many laws and rules and regs. Nobody even knows what they are anymore, or even how to count them. Is We built this overly legalistic society where people figure if it's legal, it's good, and I can't should do it, and it's fine to do it. If it's illegal, I won't do it, which is, which is fine as far as it goes, although we're way too over-regulated, and there are things you should be able to do that you're not. And most importantly... Like <laughs> For instance, and most importantly, though, the other side to that insidious coin is people think if it's not illegal, it's okay. That I will make moral judgments on how I behave based on the law, whereas it ought to be an internal moral code as opposed to the scribblings of the jackass bureaucrats that run this place. And at the very least, there need to be adjustments made so... Uh, to the banking institutions, so the states that do decide to make it legal have the ability to interact with the federal banking system, which is still something they're right. trying to work through. Uh, I was trying to make a, a subtle and deep point on the philosophy of <laughs> governance, 
Uh, Sean, more interested in the financing of the marijuana. I got portfolios to manage. (laughs) (laughs) And we have got a Canadian grocery chain that is trying out a new high-tech cart that lets shoppers skip the checkout line. Oh, it's called stealing, Marshall. Yes, you just push it out to your car. Hope nobody saw you. Each cart has a built-in barcode scanner that allows customers to complete their transaction on the spot with the cart. Wow, that's cool. The cart can even weigh So it's like the self-checkout, except it's right there in your cart. So everything I get, I just scan it, put it in the cart. Oh, that's awesome. Fantastic. the The cart can even weigh and price items like produce. The company says eventually the carts will be able to virtually identify items through the use of high-resolution cameras. Boy, that's got to be an expensive and uh, and complex technology to develop. I wonder what would motivate companies to spend that time and money in eliminating supermarket checkers. Could it be super-aggressive minimum wage laws? Uh-huh. Wow, so it finally got expensive enough to have employees that you could afford to get the high-tech cart. That is definitely part of it. Um, you, you can't let those carts end up in a ditch full of homeless uh, belongings, no. though. No. Those got to be expensive carts. Anyway, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. We have another dark chapter in America to deal with. Oh, my gosh. Jack, first it was the uh, the governor of Virginia... Then the Prime Minister of Canada and others uh, with the blackface, the blackface scandal. And what was the other one that was extra dumb? Can't remember. It doesn't matter. Now, blackfaced pumpkins have brought America to its knees. Mm. Activists are angry. And this the holiest of all seasons. <laughs> For the love of heaven, don't be caught with one of these pumpkins on your porches, you racists. A national nightmare is upon us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Apparently, Italy has had these fancy grocery carts for years, according to somebody. Mm. You even have a little scale on your cart where you weigh your produce and everything. Mm. Fantastic. Italy, land of wonders. (laughs) So there are a couple of uh, great appeals to do in this job. One, they write us checks, and uh, I like the money. Two, the opportunity to lay stuff on you as good as this. This is, if not the most stupidiculous story of the month, it's close. It's a fairly self-contained newscast. It sets itself up. It will share the facts with you. But as a professional, I urge you to focus on the following. Number one, uh, the first commenter you hear is a black gal. It's the only black person quoted in the story, which you'll get in a minute. Number two, the general stupidity of person-on-the-street comments in local news stories. And number three, please do take note about the word offended and try to figure out if anybody actually is. Enjoy, my friends. A controversial Halloween display that has some Nyack residents asking black pumpkin or blackface. They are pumpkins, black pumpkins. 
idiots. That's all there is. Local NAACP director Wilbur Aldridge saying it shows a, quote, extreme lack of sensitivity. I think that they did the right thing, but I also think that they're entitled to the way that they feel. And with this reaction, the law firm decided to take those pumpkins down less than 48 hours after setting them out on the porch. We understand that uh, someone uh, complained about them. And so once we got word of that, we immediately um, took them down. Mary Marzola says the pumpkins personalized with the names of each partner at the Ferrick, Nugent and McCarthy law firm were never meant to offend anybody. We represent people of all uh, colors and faiths and uh, we would never do anything to exclude anyone from any community. Her associate Alex Shaw says he never thought twice about the jack-o'-lanterns. It is just not something that I took offense to personally, um, but since it did offend somebody, the firm took proactive steps and took them down. Though since they've been removed, both attorneys are left wondering why the decorations didn't raise flags at the store where they were purchased. If you go into Bed Bath & Beyond, you don't think they're going to be selling offensive materials. Bed Bath & Beyond apologizing, saying that any offense was unintentional and that they've immediately removed the pumpkins from sale. We can discuss this, have a dialogue about it. The store says they took action after we reached out to them, but would not tell us if they'd received any other complaints. <laughs> or any complaints at all. I like, oh. I like the tone of her voice. We're going to have a dialogue. Well, you gotta like the tone of her face, like they busted a child porn ring or something. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. So, <laughs> so this law firm trots out a variety of colored pumpkins with the names of the partners in the firm. Some activist allegedly says it's objectionable. And, and the law firm immediately, terrified, takes them down, even as the black people in town are like, and I quote, they're black pumpkins, stupid. <laughs> That's all it is. But terrified, these uh, these lawyers take them down. And then the lawyers, being lawyers, seek to blame Bed Bath & Beyond for stocking the racist horrors that they purchased and put on their front porch. But it's really Bed Bath & Beyond that's at fault. That's why we need to have a dialogue. Oh, my God, that's great. And then why don't more people say, uh, oh, shut up to these things and then see what happens? You know what will happen? They'll just go away. Do we have that that nice lady's comment? They are pumpkins, black pumpkins, idiots. (laughs) And then then a majority of folks in the local area who, who posted to the news station said, of all the stupid nonsense, skeletons are white, but they don't offend me. Halloween colors are black, white, and orange. That's what the pumpkins are. Stop being stupid dicks. No wonder child suicide is at an all-time high. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I think there's validity to that comment. I, I think that's less ridiculous than it sounds. Oh, that's awesome. Just because the idea of being constantly under threat of being dragged out by your peers and 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 pelted with rocks verbally generally so far in this country for being a bad person because you dare speak the wrong words or put up the wrong pumpkin this is how lame we become sucking any kind of fun out of everything no sane person thought a thing except they looked cool with the orange and against the hay stupid one uh, uh poster wrote well, you got to like the NAACP director weighing in with it. It was an extreme lack of sensitivity. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, yet another once great organization, which has rendered itself a joke. Um, oh, there was one more thing I wanted to throw the in. Pumpkins, on this. idiot. 
They are pumpkins. Black pumpkins. Idiots. <laughs> That's uh, all there is. Oh, that's right. And then the uh, Bed Bath, then Bed Bath and Beyond apologized and immediately removed the black jack o' lanterns after learning of the complaints. The company said the offense was unintentional. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. We're we're, we're not the 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 still sitting governor uh, uh, of Virginia. We didn't mean any offense. Please don't drag us out into the public square and stone us to death. Uh, oh Puritans. Oh please. They're black pumpkins, idiots. <laughs> Unbelievable. They are pumpkins. Black pumpkins. Idiots. Unreal. <sighs> Pretty good. Uh, you know what? These things, it, sometimes they cure themselves. If free speech endures, these idiotic notions cure themselves. And people respond or return to sanity and reasonableness. It's when you quash free speech that the extremists terrify everybody into submission and silence. So, my friends, don't let that happen. We can discuss this, have a dialogue about it. Yes, let's have a dialogue about it. Right. You're a numbskull. Although, you know, you're you're trying to run your little small town law firm. You're handling car wrecks and divorces and the rest of it. You don't need that headache. I get that. So they've got a new fossil display at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science. They found a bunch of new fossils that help uh, show what happened 66 million years ago when that asteroid hit and wiped out all the dinosaurs. It's pretty interesting, uh, including a lot of information that was not known until fairly recently. That asteroid that hit the Earth wiped out 75% of all living species on the planet. Wow. And everything larger I would than... have marched against it. And everything larger than a rat, wow, was killed. Wow, isn't that amazing? Wow, is that how rats got so smart they can now drive cars? According to a story <laughs> <laughs> earlier on the Armstrong and Getty show. Do we have that joke? Oh, we haven't heard that joke yet, have we, Sean? No, we haven't. The the, the rats that drive it can't cars. Be, it can't be funnier than ours. Man, the people <laughs> when we went into our rats proposing a bullet train from one end of the state to the other. The punchline is rats aren't that stupid. Yeah, people people enjoyed that one. Researchers in Virginia announced this week that they have successfully trained rats to drive tiny cars. Said New Yorkers, great, maybe they'll stop taking the subway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was the New York's the second rattiest city in America. Isn't that the list you had last week in Chicago? Was yeah, number Chicago, one? The city broad shoulders, number one in rats, number one in murders. But the um uh, the other front page story, I got that from the USA Today. The other front page story in the USA Today is how. Uh, of course, uh, I'm sorry, striking uh, teachers in Chicago as well. Hmm. You were saying. The other big story in the USA Today front page is how the Trump administration, and they try to make it about Trump. I just, I wish everything didn't have to be about Trump. Oh, I know it. But, um, about how we've made so little progress on VA abuse and trying to get rid of the people that were involved in it or stop it from happening all, all the way around. It's, it's not a story about Trump. God, um, <laughs> oh boy, easy it's now. It's just so cowboy. maddening. It's I, not a story about uh, Trump. It's a story about, giant bureaucracies and how you just can't do anything. And when you let the government get this big, no matter how bad it is, in an area where we're all in agreement, it's not even a political disagreement on this one. We're all in agreement. we got to treat, treat our veterans well. You still can't do anything with the yeah. giant federal government. That's right. the story. Right. It is. And 
to the extent that the Trump administration has given it a good college try to reform the VA and, and failed, I think it may be significant that Trump's involved because he was so hardcore about it. But I don't honestly know how hard they've tried. I haven't followed it closely enough. Here's, here's a good metaphor you just clicked into my head. Uh, do you have, uh, you got somebody mows your lawns or anything? A lot of people don't. Good for you, mow your own lawn. You got a housekeeper. Oh, how about an exterminator comes by once a month, sprays around to make sure you got no cockroaches. Can you imagine if one of those people who works for you, they were spraying like, I don't know, just spraying into your kid's bedroom indiscriminately. And you said, hey, hey, you got to stop that. These chemicals are dangerous. And they just pushed you with both hands. Get the bleep out of my way. I'm doing my job, a-hole. Then walked out of your house again. Can you imagine somebody who's supposed to be working for you being that abusive and that belligerent, that out of line? Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the VA. I give you most of the bureaucracies of your federal and state governments. Yeah, and that we, is how they're behaving. And as we said when the scandal first broke, how about all these other departments where we don't have any idea what they're doing? Right, nobody's paying attention. Ex- if the VA can get away with it, God help us. Really troubling.